Uh-huh. Let's go. How you doing? It's a new day. Thursday, January 27th, 2022. It's First Thing with Kevin Mano. Some music history here on this day in 1756. Mozart was born on this day in 1956. Elvis released Heartbreak Hotel. And on this day in 1984, Cindy Lauper released Time After Time. All right, we start with those top stories. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer is hanging up his robe. Hope he's got some on under it. Uh, he was nominated for the court back in 1994. He's 83 years old now, currently the oldest Supreme Court justice, and he is donezo. Uh, at the time of recording this, he has not officially announced his exit, but it's expected to come anytime. Uh, that means it's time for President Biden to name a nominee, and he vowed back on the campaign trail that he would put a black woman on the high court. That would be a first, and CNN is reporting through a source in the White House that Biden remains committed to that promise. And it looks like the Federal Reserve is about to raise interest rates for the first time in more than three years. This is expected to happen in March, and it's supposed to help ease inflation, which is at a 40-year high right now. Moving on over to sports, a bobsledder, is that the right term, a bobsled athlete, I don't know, named Josh Williamson. He just announced that he is the first member of Team USA to test positive for COVID. Big bummer. He was supposed to fly to Beijing with the rest of the athletes today, but he is not. He has a good outlook, though. He said, I found myself laughing a bit at the situation I'm in. Isn't it ironic that after four years of hard work, all there is to do is sit, rest, recover, and have faith? He doesn't really need to be there until like February 10th, I guess. That's when training heats start in men's bobsledding. So he's got a little time to show some consistent negative COVID tests. Uh, This is pretty cool. After the Chiefs eliminated the Bills from the playoffs on Sunday, their fans didn't send him away empty-handed. This guy named Brett Fitzgerald, he runs a Chiefs fan account. He had the idea to raise money for a children's hospital that's named after the Bills quarterback's grandma. Uh, He asked his followers to chip in, and together, the Chiefs fans donated almost $200,000 to this hospital. It's cool. They're gracious winners. Yeah, yeah. In the entertainment world, congratulations are in order for Kevin McAllister, a.k.a. Macaulay Culkin. He and his fiancée, Brenda Song, just announced their engagement. Uh, They've been dating for more than four years. They just recently had their first child together, a uh, now nine-month-old son named Dakota. And now it looks like they're getting married. Julia Stiles and her husband Preston just welcomed their second child. They have a four-year-old son named Strummer, who I hope is named after Joe Strummer of The Clash. I don't know, though. Uh, And now they have a zero-year-old son named Arlo. Don't have any idea who he's named after. I don't know any Arlos. Arlo Guthrie, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Uh, The latest adventure in the Pete Davidson story involves a trip to Jeff Bezos' house. Pete Davidson and his girlfriend Kim Kardashian just went to dinner at Jeff Bezos' house. I think Pete would uh, be the first to admit how absurd that entire sentence is. Now, I know people that completely stay away from social media that try to live disconnected from all the noise, but Aziz Ansari takes it a step further. He just said that he hasn't used email in four years. He calls it a mental diet. How? He did acknowledge the fact that having an assistant kind of helps make that possible. Yeah. Nicolas Cage just did an interview with the LA Times and he was talking about his pet crow named Hoogan that can talk like a parrot. Okay. Meanwhile, Dan Levy, you might know him as David Rose from Schitt's Creek. He just posted a touching tribute to his recently deceased dog. Hug your pets, guys. Even if it's a talking crow, we don't deserve them. Uh, There's a sad story here today. We just found out that Melanie Hamm, a popular YouTuber, just passed away at the age of 36. She posts a lot of like sewing videos and crocheting things, a lot of DIY tutorial stuff. Uh, She amassed a huge fan base and she's been open with those fans about her cancer diagnosis and her husband Robert announced her death on Instagram saying that quote, Melanie fought like a warrior queen against this insidious disease. 
After some major pushback from the dancing community, the producers of the Super Bowl halftime show have worked out an agreement to pay all of the professional dancers. They reached a deal with, uh, with SAG after the union. This comes after several dancers complained publicly about being asked to work without pay. That's a lot of hours to put in without pay. Uh, the new agreement, though, will still allow non-professional dancers to take part in the show without being paid. And again, it's a big one. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, they're all a part of it. It's going down February 13th in Los Angeles. I can't wait. Some movie and TV news now. Guillermo del Toro's new movie, Nightmare Alley, is going to be in theaters this weekend in black and white. Ooh, the movie did not perform well when it uh, was originally released in theaters, but it's nominated for a bunch of awards. People seem to like it. I really want to see it. The new Downton Abbey movie was just pushed back a couple months. Instead of March, they'll have to wait until May. Uh, we just got a list of the most pirated movies of 2021. That means people found a way to watch these movies at home for free. I don't even know that I would know how to do that these days. When I was younger, I was I was practically Captain Jack Sparrow, but I wouldn't even know where to begin right now. Anyway, the top five most pirated movies of 2021. Uh, number five, the new Mortal Kombat. Number four, F9. Three, Black Widow. Two, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And number one, Godzilla vs. Kong. The Drug Abuse Resistance Education Program, or D.A.R.E., is calling out the show Euphoria. Uh, Euphoria is a huge hit on HBO right now. D.A.R.E. says the show's depiction of drug use, sex, and violence is inappropriate. The organization said it would like to consult with representatives of the show to present its concerns. Uh, and after 40 wins and more than $1.3 million, Amy Schneider's run on Jeopardy came to an end. Pretty impressive. A librarian from Chicago named Roan Tulsma is responsible. He just barely edged her out on yesterday's episode. It was a good run. On TV Today and tonight, Lisa Ling has a new six-part docuseries premiering on HBO Max. It's called Takeout with Lisa Ling. It's about the history and contributions Asian Americans have made in this country told through the perspective of their restaurants. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's fiance Georgina Rodriguez has a new reality show on Netflix called I Am Georgina. Truth and Lies, The Last Gangster is a two-hour special about the Gambino crime family. It's on ABC tonight. Joe Millionaire is on Fox. Walker and Gronish are both on tonight as well. Oh, and there's a new movie on HBO Max today called The Fallout. It looks good. Jenna Ortega, Maddie Ziegler, Julie Bowen, and Shailene Woodley are all in it. In music news, an update on that Neil Young Spotify battle. I talked about this a couple days ago. He gave Spotify an ultimatum. He said, either take my music off of your platform or get rid of that Joe Rogan character. He accused them of spreading fake information about vaccines. Uh, Neil Young did. And uh, this one wasn't too hard to predict. The podcast makes a ton of money. So, yeah, they chose option number one. Spotify has now removed Neil Young's music. The band Interpol just announced their first tour date since 2019. This spring, they're going to hit the road for a 27-day tour across North America and Europe. You know, I fell asleep during an Interpol show one time. It's true. The only two bands I ever fell asleep watching were Interpol and The Cure. No disrespect to those bands, but they're kind of boring live. Uh, Interpol also has a new album on the way. It'll be their seventh studio album. Uh, I mentioned this uh, a while ago. Post Malone has a new album. He, he's done. He's ready to put it out. He just gave us the name of it. It's going to be called 12 Carat Toothache. Coming soon. Madonna said she wants to do a world tour with Britney Spears. I doubt that'll happen, but we'll see. Eminem is re-releasing all of his albums on limited edition vinyl with all new redesigned cover art. Uh, and if you can't make it out to Vegas for the When We Were Young Festival, perhaps this is an option for you. The Emo's Not Dead Cruise is happening in November. It's going to be out of Los Angeles, uh, heads down to Mexico, and back again. And your entertainment on the high seas will be Dashboard Confessional, Newfound Glory, Under Oath, Plain White Tees, Hawthorne Heights, Silverstein, 
and more. I'm not a cruise guy, but I'm into this. Uh, and speaking of music festivals, this one's for country fans. It's the Under the Big Sky Festival. It's happening in Montana in July. Turnpike Troubadours, Cody Jinx, and Midland are all a part of it. There's also a rodeo happening at the thing. The full lineup is on our Instagram stories right now if you want to see it at First Thing Pod on Instagram. All right, before I roll out of here for the day, uh, some additional headlines. I talked about this yesterday, but it was the two-year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death. A sculptor in Los Angeles named Dan Medina wanted to honor the day by placing a statue of Kobe and his daughter Gigi at the site of the tragic helicopter crash. Uh, he towed this 160-pound statue out there yesterday morning, and then he removed it at sunset. It was just out there yesterday. He's hoping the city will allow him to permanently put up a larger life-size version. Uh, and while it depicts Kobe and his daughter, the names of all nine victims are etched onto the base of the statue. If you'd like to see it, that's up in the Instagram stories as well. Some food news here. I have a bunch of food news today. Researchers at Ohio State said that uh, the mind is a powerful thing. They uh, they said that a delicious cookie can taste terrible if you think other people hate it. They gave three identical cookies. Uh, the one their test subjects liked the most was labeled new and improved. The one their test subjects did not enjoy was labeled consumer complaint. People kept saying they hated that cookie. And remember, they were the same cookie. TGI Fridays is giving out free appetizers to delivery drivers and mail carriers next month. Uh, February 10th to be exact, anyone that shows up in uniform can grab some freebies. They said it's to thank them for everything they've done during the pandemic. McDonald's is adding some strange things to their menu for a limited time. They are fan-inspired menu hack items like the hash brown McMuffin, uh, the Crunchy Double, which is a double cheeseburger with a layer of nuggets in there. The Surf and Turf, which is a double cheeseburger with a filet of fish patty added. And the Land, Air, and Sea, which is a Big Mac with two burger patties, but also a filet of fish patty and a McChicken patty. Yikes. Uh, also, Little Debbie is doing a line of ice cream based on seven of their iconic snacks. Oatmeal cream pies, zebra cakes, Swiss rolls, nutty bars, just to name a few. They're going to be available at Walmart starting February 1st. I always end things with a positive story. For some of you, it might be that Little Debbie ice cream thing, but no, I've got something else here. A man in Alabama named Justin Dyer is completely renovating his new home. He moved in at the end of 2021, and he's making some changes. Well, he was ripping up the carpet in the basement, and he found something. It was a wedding ring. So he sold it, and he kept the money. No, that's not how it ends. Justin reached out to the, uh, the nice elderly couple that sold him the house, and they couldn't believe it. Mr. and Mrs. Green are now in their 90s, and they said they hadn't seen this ring in 30 years. It actually went missing when they were building the house. It's been sitting under that carpet all this time. They were very thankful to Justin Dyer for returning this priceless heirloom to them. It's so cool. The show is over now. Yep, she's right. That's it for me. Friends, thank you so much for uh, for listening to the show, for being a part of it again, at First Thing Pod on Instagram. You can follow us there. Oh, and uh, people had been asking about, you know, I put things up in the Instagram stories and then they go away after 24 hours. I'm saving them as highlights now. So if you go to the, uh, if you're listening, let's say to Monday's show and I mentioned something, you can go to the Instagram page at First Thing Pod and uh, see all of the dates of the week as little highlights so it's all right there okay cool thank you for listening i'm back first thing tomorrow enjoy the rest of your day and remember like ron howard says please tell your friends about this show